0: I've mentioned a few times how I used to be really sick. I was diagnosed with permanent brain damage after being exposed to some toxic chemicals for heck seven years. I dealt with that and it progressively got worse. I had uncontrolled muscle movements because of the brain damage, uh, the outward symptoms displayed in a form of ataxia. Uh, The neurosurgeon diagnosed it as generalized dystonia. If you don't know what that is, uh, statistically, I think about 40% of folks with Parkinson's disease also have generalized dystonia or a form of dystonia. Uh, It causes the muscles to twist and contract and tighten up. It's awful. Jeez, it was awful. There were some days that were just a lot worse than others. I've talked about the muscle cramps, constant, Charlie horse type pain in half of my body from the sole of my feet to my cheek muscles and the muscles around my eyes, every muscle that I could control, I would lose control of even, (laughs) even when I had to go to the bathroom. If I, there were times when I, I would make jokes about it that I, when I really need to go to the bathroom, it won't let me. And then when I didn't, uh, I need to go to the bathroom, but I couldn't get to the bathroom. So I didn't want to go to the bathroom at that moment. My muscles had uh, other plans. So, yeah, I was incontinent, uh, constant twitching and cramping. It was it was hell. It was awful until it no longer was. I I titled this podcast, this episode, uh, it's a long one. I used to use my wheelchair to get around until I moved within. I don't know if I'm going to use that one. That's a long title to put on the graphics, something like that. But it's the truth. That's how I got around physically was with with the wheelchair. Or if it was a short distance, I could use, I had uh, two crutches that I would use, those kinds with the cuff, the brace on the forearms to give you more stability. I could use that. Had to learn how to write with my left hand. A lot of things. Had to drive with my left foot, not the steering wheel, but use the pedals with my left foot. I think I wasn't supposed to do that I wasn't supposed to be driving like that, but I did it anyway. So anyway, my point is, until I learned how to move within, really move. Neville Goddard, the first I'd heard about, I'd never looked up in the Strong's Concordance, which we grew up with. We always had a concordance around, huge book that goes through and defines all of the words in the Bible, Hebrew and Greek. Neville Goddard, I started of listening to his lectures, and he pointed out, and then I confirmed it uh, that prayer. There's more to just them in the definition. There's more to just prayer. Uh, it means motion toward, move forward to, motion towards, accession to, nearness at, and to wish. It's made up of two words. I'm not going to pronounce the Greek because I hate when people do that. Well, I don't hate it, but I hear these preachers and and (laughs) try to pronounce the Greek, and it just sounds awful because I don't really know how to pronounce it. I could do it phonetically, but look it up yourself. But it's made up of two words. One word, the first word, it, it it means forward to, motion towards, accession to, nearness at, and the second word, to wish. So that's prayer. Prayer is actually motion. It's movement we move into the state, our desired state. Ooh, that was perfect timing. Did you hear the thunder? I hope you heard it because that was classic. That was it means the universe is happy with me. <laughs> okay, so I began to move in imagination, in prayer. And I began to see myself uh, experimenting with it. this was I was just new to this type, this way of thinking. Uh, and at first it was a kind of shocking, but really it, it's throughout the Bible, it talks about it. You just have to really look up the definitions, like I'm digressing when it talks about in the Old Testament going down to the potter's house and the potter was, wasn't pleased with the vessel, so he reworked it. Well, potter, if you look it up in the concordance, one of the definitions, it's, uh means to fashion, imagination. So there's all these indicators that it is within us, this power. The New Testament calls it, Jesus Christ, the power and wisdom of God. And Paul says that Jesus Christ is within us. Test yourself and see. So that's what I was doing, testing myself, proving it to myself. <laughs> I think it was the thunder again. I was proving it to myself. So what did I do? I'm lying in bed. Uh, I had fallen out of my wheelchair a few weeks before that, cracked my tailbone, so I couldn't move. I had nowhere else to go. So I was already primed for a meditative state or what Neville calls a state akin to sleep. And all that really is, is just getting quiet, getting in a, sitting in a chair, relaxing on your bed, I know uh, my friend 2020 will say, Don't lay on the bed, you'll fall asleep. Uh, maybe get in a chair for your first time, but it's just getting your body quiet, getting still. The first principle Psalms 46 10 be still and know. So you get your body quiet, get it nice and still. Watch your breathing, notice your breathing. Just breathe. Yeah, at first your mind's gonna be like prrr, all over the place. And I've heard a lot of people talk about meditation and where you have to get to the part where there is no thought, you're blank, complete absence of thought. Well, that's, to me that's BS because this body, that would to me indicates that that would mean the body is my real self. And this is not my real self. This is just the garment. This mic is the garment I'm wearing. So to get to a point to where you're, you're battling yourself, if you're trying to get to a point to where there is no thought, why do that? Because the wisdom and the power of God is within you. God is within you. The Bible says so and so if you you can't if you get to the point of no thought then you're no longer aware your i amness the i am the yod he vav the i am that's talked about in the bible is gone too so you can't i don't see any point in trying to get to no thought because you're constant you're aware because that's what we are our awareness that is our being so anyway enough on that you want to have thought Think about what you want. What is it you want in that stillness, in the silence? I would suggest before you get into that state akin to sleep, already know. Be as specific as you can. What do you want? What is it? What's your desire? A healing, wealth, a happy home? Oh, a freaking delicious pizza. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. The Bible says that a wish fulfilled is like eating from the tree of life. Hope deferred makes a man's soul sick. So if you have that desire, you want something, go for it. Go for it within imagination. Be still. You've identified your desire. What is a scene that you can imagine that would imply that that desire, that wish is fulfilled. A simple scene, a simple, very brief, one or two second scene, because it's not the scene itself that has power in it. That I, from my experience, the scene focuses all my attention into the new state, the state of the wish fulfilled. And the Neville says the power is in the implication, what that scene implies. It's You're giving it all the power. You're giving it the meaning. And we're in imagination all day long anyway, imagining up all kind of crap for ourselves or lovely things, even when we don't realize it. So put it to use here. What would be the scene that would imply my wish is fulfilled? And just as you do anything in imagination, when you're imagining up your day or reliving an experience, relive that imaginal scene, that imaginal act until it feels real, until you feel it to be real. It takes on the tones of reality. That feeling, that feeling that you have there, it's done, it's real, that's the key feeling it to be real and remaining faithful to that new state of being. So in my case, I'm lying in bed. What would be, what scene would imply that I'm healed? I thought about different things. And met, I thought, I ran a few scenes through my mind running along the beach, but that didn't feel natural to me. I'm not a beach guy, even though my family, we have a beach house and we go to the beach all my life. We spent summers at the beach, never been a big fan of the beach life. So that doesn't feel natural to me. And that's a key too: imagining something in a way that it feels natural to you. What would be natural to me? The scene was just standing in the kitchen and looking over my shoulder at Kim's smiling face and her saying, this is amazing. And it wasn't the scene that had any power. It's the implication, what that scene implies, what it implied. And it implied that I was standing straight up and she was excited and on fire because of this healing. And I felt it, I replayed that, relived that moment in imagination until it felt real. It felt done. It's already true. And then I I dropped it. I didn't think about it again. I went on, that was Thanksgiving morning. I went on to have Thanksgiving dinner at my folks house and days went by. Six days actually went by and I didn't wake up. I didn't think, I didn't look for signs. Okay. I'm still in my wheelchair. What's the problem? I'm still incontinent. What's the problem? And something's not right. Something's not right. I didn't do that. I just let it go. I'd planted the seed and it was just this knowing just as sure as Kim telling me that we're going to have roast for dinner again tonight. Okay. And that's the feeling. That's the key. This knowing, you know, it's done. It's already true. And I, so I, at no point did I think something happened. It's not going to happen. I'm, I'm not going to be healed because I screwed something up or anything like that. I just let it drop. Uh, six days later, I'm in the chair in our living room. Like I said, around the house, I could hobble around on crutches. And I'm in, in the armchair. And I st- stood up to grab my crutches to walk into the other room but I didn't grab my crutches it was it was the most natural thing but it was wild it was a fun feeling i just stood up and walked and kept walking right past my crutches completely with no symptoms whatsoever none whatsoever and kim called me back into the other room uh, into the living room she said you're walking normal and i said yeah let me tell you what what i did A week ago, and (laughs) it was there were no there was no thunder and lightning, no Moses with a glowing face to mark that occasion. I didn't go to a healing service. I didn't have the man with the white hair on TV. Sometimes that I see him, you know, waving his sports coat at me to heal me or blowing on me. Or I didn't have someone send holy water from Israel to my house or, or buy a piece of the cross or a thread of the shroud. All of these, none of these things, none of those things were done. The healing came after the imaginal act, after the seed was planted. And every one of us has that power within us. The power and the wisdom of God dwells within each one of us. I am is in us. Oh, I love this. All right, so a couple of quotes from Neville about remaining faithful to that state. When you walk in the feeling of I am, and you name it, I am so-and-so, it is not seen as yet, but that is something you are, going, you are bringing to the Lord. And the more you feel it to be real, the more natural it becomes then it clothes itself in external facts. Expecting the new state to happen now, you don't remain faithful to it. But if you remain there until it becomes natural to think from that state, it will be born in your world. There's a period of time between your entrance into the invisible state and its visibility, and it has to come. Everything has an interval of time. Mm. Like Mark eleven twenty four 24 says, whatever you ask for in prayer and ask means desire. So whatever you're desiring and you go within in prayer, you move into that state of the wish or the prayer answered, the wish fulfilled. And then it says, once you do that, you be believing you're, it's an ongoing belief. You know, it's done this knowing that it's already true. And in its interval of time, it will flower. But not to be confused with thinking, oh, one day this is going to happen. N- no, the Bible in Mark eleven twenty four 24, it says, be believing that you've already gotten it. So we have to think from the wish fulfilled, from the desire realized. Instead of, we rearrange our mind instead of thinking, looking toward it or thinking we'll have it one day. We occupy that state of it's already done and our reactions. If you're not sure if you're living from that state of the wish fulfilled, just notice your reactions throughout the day and where your thoughts go. If your reactions, they'll they'll indicate to to you what state you're in. And if your thoughts keep, keep leading you back to worry and fear, then you're not remaining in that state, just get back into it. Recapture that feeling of it's done. Ask yourself, what would it feel like if I am healed? What would it feel like if I were financially free? What would it feel like to tell me that, what would it feel like to see my children healthy and whole? What would it feel like to see my kids really kick an ass in life? Yeah. Hold on to that feeling. You capture that mood and you think from that, even if you fall into worry a hundred times a day, a thousand times a day, get right back into it. Every time you notice you're not in or not remaining in that state of the wish fulfilled to get right back into it because the, The place you most often return is your dwelling place. Guys, I love you so much. Thanks for listening. This was a long one. This was like my longest one ever, I think. I do want to ask you to email me any questions you have. If you want to ask me some questions or share your stories of experiencing uh, imagination and the the power in imagination or the power of imagination? What's the right preposition? Is that a preposition? I don't even know anymore. Oh, well, whatever you wanna talk about, about Neville Goddard or your experiences with being still and knowing, going into the silence, all of these things, email me, (laughs) email me at feelingtwisty at gmail.com or just, Slide into my DMs. Oh, my daughter's going to roll her eyes when she hears that. On Instagram at feeling twisty. Love you guys.